Now entering Nerdist.com. True it with a guy named Kevin. True it and this other guy Steve. True it from the TV and the movies, and now this podcast stream. True it, they're gonna get chewy. True it, they might even get me. True it, but they're gonna get funky on this podcast thing. <laughs> You're chewing hard, man. You're chewing hard, and it looks like you're, it sounds like you're building up to something. <laughs> Pow! What, what are you chewing? That's so. Uh... A slice of authentic New York City pizza. Oh, yeah? Mm. Did you have some of that? You were just yes, there? tons. Oh, really? You That's all I ate. You don't realize how good New York pizza is until you realize you've been gone from it for, you know. It's true. Many, many months. Many a moon, as they say. True. Eating and you've been getting trained to this West Coast pizza. I miss it. Yeah, you know, you're like, yeah, sure. I mean, look, Fresh Brothers is delicious, and, and I like Domino's from time to time. I don't. I'll have a Trader Joe's frozen yeah, pizza, whatever. But that's what I mean. It's like you, you're, you're like, like so my wife is, is high on these uh, Trader Joe pizzas, like the, yeah, like, Quattro yeah. Formaggio. Yeah. yeah, you know, and then and like uh, she's like, it's pretty good, yo. And I'm like, yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> It's not bad. And then it's pretty good, yo. And then after a while, I'm like, oh, hey, it's pretty good pizza. No, my kids came home the other day. They, they went to a pizza place for lunch, and uh, and uh, they came o- at home, and they were so like, the slices were so huge. It was unbelievable. And then I went and looked, and they were, they were pretty big slices. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, that's what. They're bigger than the normal slice they'll get in L.A. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, that's what the New York City slice size was. Yeah. But I was like, like New York, oh, New York City slice. In New York City, I mean. Unless it's a Sicilian pizza. Like, you don't, you know, get those, like, can we have the pizza made into squares? You know, you don't have, like, the little fucking, you big fucking slice of a sure. cheesy pizza. Sure. And, like, I had, you know, like, uh, like we're in the Bronx. Yeah. You know, interviewing some guys in the Bronx mm-hmm. in, in an apartment. Right. And it's like, you know, can somebody run out and get some pie, some pizza pies? <laughs> and go and come back from, you know, from, like, some guy, like, you know, like, like guido's pizza sure that's not even though that's sal's yeah yeah like that right a guy like sal you know his family's from like you know the bronx like before the white flight right and he's the only one who stood (laughs) his ground you know and they make fucking pizza right and you know and like uncle aldo he lost his thumb slicing pizza he's got four fingers no fucking thumb he gave his thumb for pizza that's right that's commitment uncle aldo he gave his thumb for pizza um the pizza was pizza great that's great stew like um, it's just stew, a beef stew. I yeah, well, just a stew. Okay, because it's, it's that time of year. I've never been a big stew guy. It's good to eat stew. I have recently been a big stew guy, but I can't get anyone in my house to eat it with me. So, like, literally the other day, <laughs> I went to uh, Costco. <laughs> I bought a ton of I, literally a ton. I, well, I went to Costco and uh, they have uh, you know giant. Portions of everything, right? So, yeah. and that's where you get like good meats and stuff, you know. Yeah. And so I walked. I was walking down the meat aisle, and there was a gigantic package like, of stew meat, like leaving Las Vegas, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like just pouring everything, <laughs> just throwing shit in there. Yeah. And there's a big thing of stew meat, like three pounds of stew meat, mm-hmm. which was basically you know it's beef cut up into cubes, you know. Yeah. And I just stared at it, and I knew that there was no one else who would eat it with me in my house, but I got it. <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> and I brought it, and like my wife unpacked it, and she's like, "What is this?" I was like, "It's stew meat." Mm. She's like, "For what?" I'm gonna make a stew. She said, "Who's gonna eat it?" I said, "I'm gonna eat it." You need some stew, yeah. You know what I found in in so my I got that in my notes the other day. Yeah, like I love writing any time. We're like, "Oh, that'd be a nice, that'd be a funny name for a bar." Or like that's a good name for a band or something. Yeah. Like I try to remember to write it down. 
also ones that come up are like, you know, funny names for people. Yeah. I came across one. It must have been from one of our fucking dumbass riffs. Okay. A dude named Stu Beef. <laughs> Which is a great name for a guy. Like, How you doing, Stu Beef? Right, Stu Beef. Good to meet you. How you doing? Right, Stu Beef. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Stu Beef. Nice to meet you. Nice. That's great. Um, uh, uh, wait, before we go, can I can we plug? Yeah, and then I want to talk about Stu for a minute. But keep going. Okay, we well, can. We talk about Stu because uh, there's always time to talk about Stu. There's always time, unless you want to put it into our into our down into our. Topic. I'll, I'll, I'll come back to it. Talk, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna write it down for you. Okay, I'm gonna write down Stu. 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 Just so you remember, Stu Purdue. But we got to plug at the top because we got some shows coming That's up. That's another big name we like, Stu Purdue. Stu Purdue. That was always a great name. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we got a bunch of shows coming up, and uh, we got to get the word out. Yeah. Let's because we got to get some people to come see our shows. Yeah. We got all new material. Yeah. And we're going on the show. We're going to do a lot of shows that coming up here. Yeah. I'm going to do. I'm going to say that four shows that we're going to do. Okay. And uh, but there are other ones that are going to be in that mix. But but right now this is what we got. Ready? Yeah. Okay. This weekend. Yes. Friday and Saturday night. Dates. January 22nd and 23rd. 2016. We will be in Atlanta, Georgia. Ooh. Hell at the Punchline. Hey, y'all. Punchline.com for tickets. Come down. Come to Atlanta. Uh, we were there a couple of years ago. Had great shows. And uh, we've never been to the Punchline, but this is going to be good. I like when your English fails. We had uh, great shows. We had, um, as, a, as like a pause, you know, okay. we had great shows. Okay. And so this time we're going to be at the Punchline, mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday night, 22nd, 23rd. It's going to be great. Four shows. Get some ticks. Yeah, hey, y'all, get some ticks. Get some ticks, y'all. It's going to be great. It's a, whole, it's a brand new show. You know what? Yeah. Um, wasn't it? Was our Atlanta show a couple of years ago where we first introduced the Peaches bit? That's the first place we did the Peach bit because we were in Georgia. Yeah. And they Exciting. Now we got a new opening. Yeah. Yeah. And we retired that show, by the way. We did. We did. We, we did. an all new show going. Come um, okay. So, Atlanta, Georgia, get your tickets now. The next weekend, January 28th, 29th, and 30th, Sacramento, California, at the Punchline. It's the capital of California. That's right. January 28th, 29th, 30th. Thursday, Friday, Saturday night shows. We've been there a couple of times. We have. Always good shows. Yeah. Always fun audiences. Love the good people of Sacramento. I have a lot of memories of like the uh, the uh, picture and autograph line afterwards for those shows. Mm. That's where a woman made up a shirt of my "It's Delicious" moment in Super Troopers. Yeah, with, with your, my dick, with your penis on it. Yeah, yeah. And she wore it to the show. Remember her name? I don't. Mm. Do me, you? Me either. No. Well, anyway, I love her though. I hope she comes back. <laughs> she wore that shirt. I hope so. She hasn't taken it off. I know I wouldn't. No. I think I signed it for her. But that's the good shit you get if you come out to Sacramento, January 28th, 29th, and 30th. Talk about beef stew, huh? Punchlinesack.com. I mean, come on. Punchlinesack.com for ticks. Sack. Do it now, Sacramento. All right, and then in February... By the way, how, how cool would it be to live in a city that's, like, everyone calls it Sack? I know. The Sack. Welcome to Sack. Yeah, welcome to the Sack. Welcome to my Sack. Yeah, all right, go. Uh, February, we've got two full Broken Lizard shows. Mm-hmm. Broken Lizard shows. Mm, 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 Not just Heffernan and Lemmy. Mm, 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 All of us. Yeah. I saw a, a guy respond to one of my... Uh, I posted about one of the shows coming up f- for me and you, and the guy was like, oh, I thought everybody was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, you know what? You get two chances in February. Yeah, and tell you what, motherfucker. Go to those shows <laughs> and then tell me that you wouldn't just rather <clears throat> just be the two you of us. You just want to watch an hour of Heffernan and Lemmy. Yeah, trust me. No, no, go, no, no, it'll go be to uh, uh, so uh, February twentieth. We'll be in Houston. Yeah, that's in Texas. Houston. 
Uh, we're going to be at a comedy festival called the Come and Take It Comedy Festival. Hmm. Come and take it. Come and take it. So you guys should come and take it. Yeah, because we're going to give it. Uh, and it's like a, that's like a late night Saturday show. What time? I think it's like 10. Oh, man. It's going to be rowdy. It's like a 10 p.m. Saturday night in Houston. Howdy, y'all. Yeehaw. February 20th. Come and take it fest. I'm going to think I'm wearing a cowboy hat to that show. Yeah? I think so. Okay. And then, uh, f- and then the next week, February 25th, we'll be in Chicago. Saturday. Uh, we'll be at the Park West Theater in Chicago. Thursday night. Yeah. February 25th. Full Broken Lizard show. It's for charity, too. It's a charity show. Uh, we're raising money for a theater group, so come and, uh, uh, and check it out. There are tickets uh, available now. If you Actually, you know what? Just go to heffernandlemmy.com. Heffernandlemmy.com, and it has links for all those shows. So if you're Atlanta, Sacramento, Houston, or Chicago. Great plugging. Come and do it. And get tickets and come see us. Man, you should read books on tape. I, like books Thanks. to nap by. It feels more like I'm putting you to sleep. But we're gonna have a lot more shows. Uh, we've already we're already booking up secretly, booking up a lot of shows. So yeah, we are. It's gonna be good. We're gonna start to announce some. Right. So come see us, everybody. Yeah. There you go. There's the plugs. Okay. Great. Um. What? It's been a long time since you and I have talked. It sure has. Wait. Do we have a sponsor or anything? To no, no, not today. Okay. Okay. Forget him. Next week we do. Okay. Good. Um. Um. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of people died uh, since I've seen you. I know. It's a very insensitive way of, of putting it, but yes, it's true. Well, it's just life, man. And death. And death. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. Uh, we've been hit with a wave of deaths. Yeah. And some some very, very significant ones. Some uh, uh, surprisingly affected me more than I thought they would, uh, 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 more than others. Let's hear. Who affected you? Um, well, who, who, who have we lost? Let's uh, Bowie. Right, mm-hmm. the great David Bowie. Uh, no, I was. I've never was a big Bowie guy, but I, I, I've always had like great respect with his kind of like man, like you know, Renaissance man kind of. He does it all. He did it all. He had his hand in every fucking pie. He did. He did. he worked with everybody. He did, and he touched a lot of lives. Yours was one of the only lives he didn't uh, touch. No, no, he did. I'm not saying that. Uh, you know, I, I, I just you know. A lot of those like hits in the '80s, I, d- I just didn't like those songs. Sure, let's dance. Yeah, but um, China Girl. Yeah, but uh, uh, you couldn't help but see the influence he had on an amazing amount of people. Well, you know, it, 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 it's he is interesting to me because as an artist, he he changed it up all the time. Yeah, but not in like a contrived way where it's like, okay, here's his new persona this week. Right, even though he had a lot of characters that he was performing as, but in a, in a way to keep it fresh for the audience. Yeah, you know, and look, I mean, some were uh, not as interesting as the others. Yeah, but you or, know, or maybe less successful, but like still cool though. He always drilled them. I mean, you know, it's like, like, did you watch? You know, Saturday Night Live, they did a tribute to him. Yeah, and then I went on on SNL dot com to look at his those performances. That's oh, okay, what, what okay. I was talking about. It's like the man who sold the world is a very performance. Piece. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like he's not—he doesn't sing it the way he normally sang. The man who sold the world. Okay. Um, in fact, he's like robotic and like you know, there is something comedic about it. Yeah. But it's like you mean laughing at it as opposed to laughing with. Well, it? you should watch it because he's. But got, it's also with—that's with time. You know what I mean? That was a different era. Yeah, but like it's—he did a different version of it, and like okay. the background singers are like aliens, <laughs> and they are. Um. They are doing a robotic alien version okay. of the song. Okay, I have to look at it. And it's it's uh, 
it's comedic and yet he's playing it seriously. He's taking it seriously <laughs> and it's and he's obviously very charismatic and incredibly talented. A great singer right. and a great voice. And um, and that's what we'll be doing at our Atlanta show. We're going to be doing a robot <laughs> show in tribute of David Bowie? Um, no, the guy, he was the, uh, I think he was the personification of cool. He was a cool guy. There's no question about that. He was a cool guy. And also, you know, back in the 70s, he was the androgynous rocker. Yeah. And, you know, he exuded sexuality and, and sexual ambiguity. Sure. And... Um, you know, terrified a lot of people, but also like people fucking idolized David Bowie. Yeah, um, and you know, also was a like was a very sensitive performer. Yeah, as well, like you, Glenn Fry. Glenn Fry, Eagles. Yep. I mean, songs of your childhood, bro. Well, the Eagles are um, a seminal group, and th- I mean, the crazy thing is, like, especially living here in California, I don't know how it is elsewhere, but like. You can't turn on the radio without the Eagles. I mean, any every station like you just. Go. I feel like it was like that when I was a kid, though, too. Yeah, on the mean, East Coast. Well, they have so many great songs. Yes, yeah, it's amazing. You know, and some anthemic songs like your Hotel California. Yeah, you know, like you know, Life in the Fast Lane, New Kid in Town, The Long Run. Sure, There's, you can go on and on. You can go on and on. Alan Rickman. Is this the one that affected you the most? This and another one, surprisingly. Okay. Uh, Alan Rickman definitely did. Definitely did. Well, I mean... I was very sad to see Alan Rickman. You know, like... like uh, I never think of him as gotten, as getting older. That was what was surprising. I, I didn't... I mean, none of these guys, actually. I think all of these guys went a little too soon. Yeah. You know, I mean, Bowie, I know he was like 69. They all, I think, were 69. Or no, Fry was 67, maybe. See, I didn't, I didn't imagine... Rickman, I think, was 69, too. It, it, it's it, it's strange, you know. Then it lets you know how how quickly time is passing. Because, like, in truth, and I hate to say it, but like, when Die Hard came out and we were introduced to Alan Rickman, yeah, you know, as Hans Gruber, yeah, he's probably our age. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's the crazy. And thing. He was awesome. Oh my god, Yippie Kaye, motherfucker! He was awesome. But it's interesting because he was at that point he was more like of a stage actor, mm-hmm. and that's kind of a, a little bit where they plucked him from. And what a fucking great! I mean. I don't know that they can do that today, where you you pull a guy in as a bad guy of that nature and of that size of role that you had never seen before. What a great when he switched when he switched to to the American accent in that movie, like oh yeah. god, oh god, oh my god, please don't shoot me. <laughs> yeah. And then the, he's like, "What's your name?" And he's like, uh, "Like Charles Clay," and then William Clay, William Clay, and then uh, Bill Clay. He goes, "Yeah," and then uh, <laughs> fucking uh, uh, John McClane. Uh, um, Bruce Willis, is, his eyes just dart over to yeah, the looks up at the to the board, the board that happens to be up in the yeah up in the bowels of the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, don't, never mind that. Don't come on. I don't care. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. So. Yeah, that's like a Kaiser Soze moment. Yeah, uh, like thirty years ahead sure. of time. Um, the other one that really affected me, I, I'm sure this did not affect you. Why? Because I'm cold. Yeah, and and you know you're city boy. Yeah, and what uh, was Dan Haggerty, oh. Grizzly Adams died. Yeah. Yeah. Was that yesterday? That was... Uh, no, no, no. It was about a week ago. Okay. Um, yeah, I felt terrible when I saw that, too. I loved Grizzly Adams I, when I was a kid. I didn't watch Grizzly Adams. Oh, my God. I watched the shit out of it. Dude had a big beard, bear. Yeah. What was Grizzly Adams about? Uh, it was about a guy who was wrongfully accused of a crime. Mm-hmm. 
And so he had to flee his life. Yeah. And so he fled up into the mountains. And yeah. he was a greenhorn, mm-hmm. but he learned to live off the land. Okay. And then he real he come to understand that he had a a connection with the animals. Sure. And as he was kind of hiking around, he found this bear, that baby cub, that was stra- uh, stranded on this cliff. Yeah. And he saved his life and it became his best friend. Okay. Pretty good, huh? And so each episode, like... Like him and the bear solve a crime or something? No, no. There's great. There's just all kinds of you know. There are great episodes of uh, of. Uh, Give me an idea of an episode. Well, one great episode was this this little nerdy guy comes into the with glasses and he comes into the forest, into the woods up onto the mountains mm-hmm. and to try to survive and live. And he's a real nerdy kind of greenhorny guy and yeah. doesn't quite appreciate nature as he should. And then by the time he gets through it all. He uh, he understands what nature is about and the beauty of nature, and then they reveal at the at the end of the episode that it's Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, shut the fuck up, right? Oh, because he was one of the great conservationist kind of presidents. Oh, so like so, Grizzly Adams taught Teddy Roosevelt how to love nature. Wait a second, so that's where he got it. Did Grizzly Adams take place like in the forties or something, or in the fifties? Fifties? What are we talk about? I mean, like uh, oh, like the eighteen eighties. Oh, t- I mean. So it t- took place like, oh, I was thinking of Franklin Delano, but like, but took place. <laughs> right. Okay, so like, it, it wasn't like an, a 1970s show. It, well, it was in the 70s, but, but it I was mean, set like, in the 1800s. Okay, important detail. Right. Important. Oh, I just I thought you knew that. No, no. Like Little House on the Prairie or something. No, I've never watched it. Oh, Jesus. Adams. Okay. It was like modern day. I was, I was thinking All maybe right. we should remake it, you know? All right. Speaking of the wilderness, Lemmy. Yeah. Uh, you were just in the Big Apple. I was for winter. I was. It was. Uh, it's winter now. Is winter time? You know, it's a scary thing though. Is yeah. um, January eighteenth. I was there, and they had their first snowfall of the winter in New York City, and that is January. What now? Tell me the date again. Eighteenth. Wow. This past Sunday, I was there. First snowfall, huh? Their first. So it's been warm there. Yeah, I mean, there have been days there, as you probably know, where it's been warmer uh, than it has been here. Sure. Last year they got a lot of snow though, but this year was oh last year they got hit hard by a blizzard. Well, they're going to get hit hard this weekend too. Yeah, I hear that. The East Coast is going to get fucking slammed by snow this weekend. Yeah, people are going to be cuddled up by the fire listening to chewing it. Oh man, they're going to be stew, eating some stew, and <laughs> and ordering in pizza pies. That's right. Listening to chewing it. Uh, so, how was your first snowfall of the winter? Do you think there's going to be some Chew crew member who's like, you know, hunkering in with some pizza and some stew, who then hears us talking about it? It's like. Whoa, man. Fuck yeah. That's what I'm already eating, man. Let's fucking pop on some old Grizzly Adams episodes. <laughs> Hold on, man. I just Netflix <laughs> Grizzly Adams. You know? That's fucking weird, dude. That's what it's going to be. They're going to have Grizzly Adams on. They're not going to yeah. know that's coming yet. The, yeah. the pizza and stew bit is going to fucking trip them out. All right, right. And just when they're coming down from it, we're going to start talking about uh, Grizzly Adams. And they're like, no way, man. It's too much. I'm Stop it, man. He's going to jump out the window. Yeah. Land in a snowbank. Yeah. Um, um, so how was the first snow though? Was it fun? Was it, did you get out there or no? Did it stick? It stuck. Yeah, it, did it stick? You bet it stuck. You bet it stuck. <laughs> but uh, no, I actually—it's funny because I was driving out to Atlantic City. Okay, and to uh, gamble. Yeah, just you know, just to, to catch play, a show, just to play the slots, <laughs> just to be able to smoke. So you know, at the casino, like I walked through the Ballet Casino, yeah. smoking is still allowed in there. I was like, oh, it's well, so really? fucking. That's old school, bro. Yeah, it's old school. But like that's I, you know I you know you go into those places now and it's like everything the carpet stinks. You oh know my what god! I mean? <laughs> we had to ask a, a cocktail waitress. She's like you know eighty years old. Like 
a tattoo on her tit. Her, <laughs> her boobs were like scooped up, you know, like uh, ice cream. You know, yeah. it, it was begging the question. It honestly walked away like, you know, I asked the guy I was with, Mark Millman, mm-hmm. the photographer. I was like, for a million bucks, would you have fucked her? <laughs> you know, I mean, no offense to anybody. You know, you sure. All, we all play that game. Sure. You would know? you? It's like one of the, like, you know, like, you know, she's got cigarette breath. Sure. Probably been. She'd show you a good time, though, bro. Taking a few nips of some gin in the back. She's a person, too, you son of a bitch. You're right. You're right. Hey, listen, uh, uh, Gia, I'm, I apologize <laughs> to you. All right. So you were driving in the snow, though. Um, well, we you don't got, drive. We were driving. We were driving as the snow began to fall. Oh, beautiful! And then by the time we got to Atlantic City, we stopped off at the White House for some uh, subs. Okay, great, classic place. There's on my new Instagram account, Steve uh, <laughs> underscore Levy. Yeah. There is uh, Mark Millman took, I think my favorite photo of me ever. Oh, wow! Well, it's great. a it's a really great. photo. Oh, I can't wait to check it out. Do you want me to show it to you? No, it's a great photo. Uh, Sifata. And it's save it for after the air. Okay, Sifata. It's a, and also he was a great character in The Lion King. <laughs> Sifata. Yeah, Sifata. Oh, here comes Sifata. Roar. Uh, but it was it's the blizzard. It's it had started a blizzard. Oh, and I'm, that's, it's that's fun though. The, the sandwich shop and the snow. Is it's fun. fun though. You don't get that in L.A. Well, it reminds it's a winter wonderland. And it it's a winter wonderland. When Stolhansky uh, got married, uh, <laughs> we, he got married in Minnesota. And uh, we all went out there, and our, produ- our producer, Rich Perello, Dick P., who we've had on the show before, sure. yep. was like, have you been out there? Holy shit, it's like a winter wonderland. <laughs> and, and after that, I couldn't stop, I coun't stop uh, trying to trick him into saying winter wonderland after that. What, like, you, like, hey, Rich, what is it outside? Yeah, how would you describe it outside? Like a winter wonderland. He was on to me. I mean, he knew it, he's like, it's a winter wonderland. It's a winter wonderland. Yeah, but I taught my, my Miami wife how to ice skate. Uh, right there, out there, right. The there was a little ice skate outside. There was a skating rink outside the... Uh, Hotel. Yeah, she's like, yo, I've been meaning to ask you something. Um, <laughs> could you like, um, like teach me how to, um, like, uh, do that thing that they doing over there with the with the th- with the blades yeah, on they, the they, they anything on. with blades? I like it. Yeah, is them blades sharp? You think? Could I put that to your neck? Yeah, like if you was um in prison, um, <laughs> would that make for an effective uh, uh, shiv the d- d- protective device? Um, uh, so you took her out for a sk- ice skate? How do you know? How, you don't know how to ice skate. What? Dude, I played ice hockey. Dude, come on, dude. dude. How'd she do? I used to ice skate at Rockefeller Center in the wintertime. Sure. I've been there. Have you? I've ice skated there. Do you know what Rockefeller Center is? Oh, you've ice skated? I've ice skated there. I've the same thing you. And I've ice skated. Ice skated uh, I grew up playing hockey. I ice skated uh, in Central Park, too. Oh, you did? Yeah. Down at the uh, Wallman Rink? Yeah. Oh, Beautiful cool. backdrop of the buildings of Manhattan while you're skating. Yeah, yeah. Central Park South. Um. Sorry, I was gonna say, how'd your wife do on the ice skating? Was she do all right? Did she fall? She it was like you know one of those. She fall on her bum. Um, yeah, she fell a few times. It's like one of those things where it's like where the girl gets dressed up all hot to go ice. Yeah, skating. how romantic! Like it's all fashionable. You're yeah, like, come here, baby. Let me yeah. pick you up. Or yeah. fall into my arms. Don't worry, I won't let you fall. Right, I won't let you fall. Yeah, and then you go have some hot cocoa. Yeah, okay, with some fucking morsh. Uh, I, I, you do. You don't get that in L.A. It's weird. Like this has been a weird kind of winter in L.A. in the sense that it's been very wet, and it has been a little bit cold. But cold is like all relative. Like the my kid uh, has basket is on a basketball team, oh, and cool. uh, and so they do basketball practice. But in L.A. they do basketball practice outside. Yeah, and so uh, like I went the other night. And all the parents are standing there, like in parkas, shivering, and they're pissed off because yeah, it's so fucking cold. But it's like fifty-two degrees, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's the L.A. winter. Yeah, and you forget about that because, like, now when you go back to the East Coast, your 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 tolerance is is less. Yeah, like I I took I remember I took my kids off the plane in Boston one time, mm-hmm. and it was forty degrees out, 
Okay. And they started crying because it was so cold. Oh, man. Well, you know, that's also just because, you know, your genetics, you know. But no, don't you think you, don't you think it changes? Hell no. You just told me a story uh, off the air <laughs> about hey, how you got. Don't you dare! Don't you dare! Kevin, how about you got? S- you were doing an interview last year for doc- or last week for documentary, and you got so cold that your foot almost fell off. Let me tell you. Yet it was. It never got below probably like thirty degrees. Oh Jesus, Kevin! Th- this day was freezing. Twenty-seven. This day was absolutely freezing. It had to have been at least fifty, <laughs> fifty-one, maybe, maybe in the forties. But it's not like like I was watching that football game, you know, last week or whatever it was that Vikings game where it was like negative six. You know what I mean? This was, When's the last time you had that? This was like no, never, that, no, never. But like th- this was like um, we were out there interviewing a break dancer. Yeah. I, the the funny thing is his name. Guess his name. Uh, Breaky McBreakerton. No, no, that's pretty good though. <laughs> his name was Kid Freeze. Kid Freeze. And we kept because why? We, was it related to the winter time or no? well, you know, a freeze in break dancing is like oh right, okay, on the floor, okay. And there was there was in, I can't believe no one's ever had that name before though. Oh no! Well, in ba- the thirty years of break dancers, no one's ever been Kid Freeze. Dude, that was my name. What are you talking about? No, he was Kid Freeze. He's the original. Oh, he's the original Kid Freeze. Well, there was Mr. So ain't, ain't a kid no more. <laughs> no. <laughs> How old would you say he is? Oh, uh, he's like probably like uh, forty nine, fifty. Okay, so he should change his name from Kid. He should change it to, to what? To uh, Mr. Freeze. Yeah, Mr. Freeze. Dude, <laughs> dude, Freeze. Well, there was there was older the day, there middle was, age Freeze. Yeah, old man Freeze. <laughs> old man. Winter. Old man Freeze. Old man Winter. Yeah, that'd be pretty good there. There was um. There was Frosty Freeze back oh, okay. in, the, back okay. in the day. I okay. think he was a uh, Rocksteady crew. Okay. There was, uh, I think there was Mr. Freeze. Okay. And then there was Kid Freeze. Okay. And not only did they freeze a lot, but they specialized in dancing in the wintertime. Well, the funny thing was I kept, we kept making jokes at Kid Freeze because he's wearing a big plate that says Kid Freeze <laughs> around his neck. And he's, so, he's like, I'm fucking frozen. We're like, you're Kid Freeze, dude. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Well, that. you were frozen too. I, 30 minutes, we were standing outside in the Bronx, like outside the place where he grew up. Yeah. And uh, it was like I was like stamping my feet. Yeah, I'd got like feet warmers and put them in my shoes. But it's because you've changed. Like when we went back and shot, you know, that week of Super Troopers two in Massachusetts, and it was in the thirties, forties, and you're outside, and I was fucking freezing. It was cold, dude. And also, I was wearing short sleeves that day, so like I was. Everybody was freezing. Well, look, I know, but Kevin, I, but when, when I was growing up, freezing it doesn't count as like we've become pussies. No, I don't know. I think it. I think it's true. I, think I know you true. want to. I know you want to lay claim to this. Fa- Look, but why? You don't think that that's true? Uh, I do. I do think it's true. I mean, my mentality is different. Like I, I think about the winters now, w- whether they were at Colgate or when we were kids, or or going to the Giants games and being outside for three hours when it's zero degrees. Yeah. And like now, I just can't. You know. I think one of the things sometimes is that um, you're just not properly prepared. Like a lot when you go to those Giants games, you'd be prepared. You'd bundled up. You'd have the. That's Hot definitely shot. part of it, but the tolerance is lower. Like, like I'm like now I'm like fuck this. I I think that's fair to say. What the fuck? Fuck this! I'm out of here. That's fair to say, except that when you are with <clears throat> a crew of people who are all who are from the area, like Kid Freeze was, like I'm fucking cold. We gotta <laughs> right. get inside. Sure. Like then you're not just. Like, but I used to be the guy, be like fuck that. I used to be like DiCaprio in the in the Revenant, man. Oh, that's you, huh? Yeah. Fighting bears and shit, <laughs> and jumping into the icy cold water, burning your throat to yeah. fucking cauterize Just your wound, getting into the fucking cold. We haven't even talked. To, I can't cold wait for our wet. Oscar. I can't even wait for our Oscar. I know. I, I, okay, so okay, but yeah, kid free. But no, my, my I don't f- miss it though. No, well, the thing about the New York City, first of all, winters. I mean, you yeah. had, you had a uh, Connecticut thing, yeah, and you grew up on the water, yeah. So you had like a like that more of that bitter like. You know, Pepperidge Farm remembers cold. <laughs> you know, with like the the wind coming. It was up cold. The east. Yeah, yeah. 
um, like a nor'easter. The sure. nor'easter is coming. Sure. <laughs> Pepperidge Farm. Better, better huddle up inside with some stew. Let's, better, let's eat some Pepperidge Farm stew. Yeah. Oh, boy. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Um, but like in New York City in the wintertime, the wind would get caught in between Sure, it whips through those buildings. It's like a wind tunnel. Oh, yeah. Those are cold. You had to fucking bundle up your face. Yeah, and you're like freeze. You're at like a 45 degree angle, you know, with the wind and snow and sleet blowing into your face, you know, and it's so bitter. What are the blizzards that you remember as a kid? I remember there was like, I think I was was either in eighth or ninth grade, and we had, it was like the blizzard of 77. Well, there's the blizzard of 78, which I remember that very well. Yeah. We had the, the and that was like I remember the drifts of snow outside my house were like as tall as my house. Yeah, I mean in the city, like, whoa. Yeah, it was like uh, we've had a few of them in New York where like people are like cross cross country skiing down the street. I remember that. Like I remember when we lived in New York City, there were a few major blizzards, and uh, you jump on the subway because the subway still ran. Yeah, and you and I remember going jumping on the subway and getting out of Times Square, and there's not a fucking car around. Yeah, and then someone whoosh, 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 comes by on on the skis. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, and then there's <laughs> there's a few people who are, there's a few cabbies who are trying yeah. to drive, and like those cars are just like they're like spinning out of control. Yeah, yeah, going slowly, and like people are caught, in, and cars are cars are buried under the snow, which yeah. they have everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, but it's always a, like a post apocalyptic thing because like those times where you're in the streets in New York City and there are no cars on the streets, always a weird feeling. Yeah, well, when you're in like Minnesota and stuff. They have all the snow blow like they're equipped for that, <laughs> right? Right. You know, it's like those things, are, like nine months out of the year, those things are operating. Sure, and they're professional at that. Yes, shit. in a place like New York City, a blizzard like that cripples the city. Right. You know, people don't have to show up for work. We had, I remember, the blizzard of '78. We had snow days. Yeah, I only had to walk three blocks, like not even like not even a quarter of a mile from sure. my school, but like <clears throat> school was canceled. Right. For a couple of days. Those were the great days, though. Those are the best. But w- my experience of that was different than your experience of that. Yeah. And that, like, in my life, what you do is you would you would wake up and you put on the radio, like 1010 Winds or one of the local radio stations. Not 1010 Winds, that was New York. What was it? It was something. It was the New Haven station. I can't remember what it was. But you'd, you'd lay there. Probably started with a K. It might, it might have been. But it was like, you know, the WPLR days. And yeah. KC 101, maybe that's what it was. KC 101. Okay. But you'd lay there in your bed and you'd and they'd read off the schools. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it'd be like, you know, they'd go Fairfield County, New Haven. They go all over the place, you know, and you'd just be listening for your school and listening for your school, lying in your bed. And then all of a sudden you'd hear it and you'd be like, fire, yes. <laughs> How many snow days a year did you have, do you think? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Four or five, maybe. What was the criteria for a snow day in Connecticut? Well, it's like you, 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 you can't get to the buses can't get to where they need to get to or, you know, you, people can't get to the school, you know. So uh, it was more of a, you know, they they, they aren't able to plow yet. You yeah. Know? So if you got a couple of inches, you were you were done and you were psyched. And then your parent, your mom's not psyched. Right. You're saying, ah, Jesus, you know. Yeah. And then uh, and then you just fucking you do all kinds of different things. Like when I was a little older. That meant me and my buddy would go grab the snow shovels and go make some fucking dough. What was your buddy's name? Mark Cavallaro. Oh, a ca- Italian kid. Yeah, we'd go and snow and uh, shovel people out, and you'd walk up, knock on the door, say, "Hey, shovel driver for twenty bucks." Twenty bucks? Yeah, or ten bucks, whatever it was. Probably twenty bucks. Wow, that's a lot of money back then. Yeah, and then you fucking make like a hundred bucks in the day. It'd be psyched. You get, you get uh, t- so you'd split it. You get ten, ten p- takers probably. Yeah, yeah. 
And I, I think about it now. I was like, if I were a person who owned a house in that situation, I'd be like, yeah, sure, fucking go ahead. Yeah, Shove my go. fucking sidewalk. Yeah. Because totally. this is before like snow blowers, you know. Now, now everyone's got a fucking snow blower. You know what I mean? Yeah. But back then, it's like you know, some kid with a shovel. Yeah. Industrious kid with a shovel. Yeah, I like this because he's got gumption. He's gonna be president someday. Yeah, he's gonna let's get let's let him shovel my sidewalk. You better do a good job. Then they come out and inspect it. Yeah. Uh huh. Good uh-huh. job. This is good job. Okay. We always did a good job. Come back tomorrow. Oh yeah, Kevin Heffernan. Oh, right. Do you guys have a name for yourselves, like the snow blowers? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That would have been good, though. Yeah. Hey, how you doing, uh, Mr. Johnson? Uh, snowblowers are here. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Kevin, and uh, this is Mark Cavallari from uh, We're Snowblowers. Yeah, 20 bucks, please. 20 bucks. Okay, 10 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> 20 bucks? What do you need 10 bucks for? <laughs> so you make some dough. But when you were a kid, you were, you'd be more excited to go out and go sledding. And Did you go? Did you do that? Like, if it was a snow thing, did you like go to Central Park? Or what was your? What would you do? There were a number of things. I mean, we had, you know... I don't want to date myself. I already right. told you how old I was <laughs> back in the seventies. That's okay. You can date yourself. Okay. Okay. We uh, the Metropolitan. I bet you'd love to date yourself. You the, son of a bitch. You're goddamn right. I'd be the best date. <laughs> I'd be the best date. I'd make love to myself all night long. Treat myself right. Uh, I'll take myself out for some empanadas mm-hmm. and some beer. Right. Some and a reach around French onion soup and I'd Wait, suck what? my. What? Okay. Anyway, so okay. So the uh, where would you go? Like, would you play in a snowbank on Eighty Sixth Street, or would you go over Central Park? Uh, both. Yeah. There was a place called uh, Dog Hill. Okay, at Central Park. In Central, Central Park. Park. Okay. And on for, like when I was a kid, it's where we used to go sledding. It was a sure. Great, uh, I'm going to locate it for you. Okay, go ahead. Give it, it to me. It was behind the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Okay. Where that you know the Egyptian wing got put in. Yep. Mm-hmm. When they built the Egyptian wing, they they removed this hill from Central Park. Oh, okay. It was a, a tragedy on the Upper East Side. Okay. What year was that? Did they get rid of that? Uh, Were you a kid? The seventies, yeah, I was a okay, kid. Got it. Okay, that was where we used to go sledding. That, okay. And um, we'd go sledding. I had, I had like a, was it like a radio flyer sled? Oh, you wasn't like a trash can lid. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> I appreciate you, Kev. I appreciate you, Kev. Uh, you know, sometimes what we'd do is we'd, uh, you know, we'd uh, we'd curb a bum and, uh, and right. steal his cardboard house. And we would uh, collect all the syringes on the ground, strap them together, make a sled. Yeah, and then uh, sl- slide down under the syringe sled that we had. Yeah, what you do is what we we take some. Uh, <laughs> Some uh, corn syrup, and we'd put it into syringes, and we'd sell it to the junkies in, right. uh, in exchange for the coats. Yeah, and then we'd fucking slide down the hills on us. Uh, yeah, on the coats. Yeah. Um, All right, so so no, you got your radio flyer, and you went over and uh, yeah, we slide down or sled down there, and, and yeah. uh, that was fun. And then, but in terms of the snowdrifts, I mean, you know what happened is like we would go outside, you know, after school. Yeah. Um, and you're right right in front of your apartment building. All the kids in your building. Right. Are there and there's like you know the next building over there were some kids from my school right. like John Hamburg the, sc- the screenwriter okay right um, but there were some kids there and it's like and w- w- what you do is there were two things that you could do okay one was just to throw snowballs at cars and buses as they drove sure. by like sure. ten feet away sure and the idea there was that like I mean you just pelt the buses sure we did the same thing yeah and then uh, but then um, cars would drive by yeah and. In your best case scenario, if like a cab had left the window open a little bit, <laughs> right, you right. fucking get it in that crack. Sure, you were aiming for people. Sure, and aiming for cab drivers. The problem is the cab drivers. If you got it in there, yeah. that fucking cab would scream, screech to a halt, and you would have to fucking run. Yeah, because that cab driver came out to kick. Sure, your ass. we had that all the time. Like we would go and 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 throw snowballs at cars, and when the buses would come, everybody would be like. Oh yes, yeah. and you'd fucking drill the bus because they didn't—they never stopped, you know. Yeah, 
but the cars, you know, sometimes didn't. I remember, I remember you'd hit, you'd try not to hit like teenage dudes because they will get out and fucking go after you. Yeah. And I remember like one time, I think it was me and Mark Cavallaro, probably after we were done shoveling. Yeah. We started whipping snowballs of cars and we nailed some guy and they stopped and we ran. Yeah. And it was like one of those like uh, born identity, like you were running through the fucking yeah. neighborhoods, but backyards or whatever. And somehow the dude still found us. Oh, geez. and uh, and I think he tackled us onto the ground, and then I think a friend's dad came out or something like that. But okay. it was like a fucking scary moment where yeah, you don't want to hit that car with that snowball. No, but that's part of that was part of the thrill of it. Yeah, you know, I mean, it if, was if you're really smart. See what you do is then you have somebody, you have a third party who's going to fucking sabotage their wheels when you leave them behind. Oh, okay, yeah, you right. Can get, you can get out of your car, but guess what? Sure. It ain't going to be there when you get, when you get back. Right. That was part of the plan. That's the mischievous shit, though. The innocent shit was more like the sledding. Like, you know, your your mom would get you dressed up in your clothes. And Did you do that? We used to put uh, Wonder Bread bags on our feet. Did you ever used to do that? Mm-mm. Like, you'd put the socks on. Oh, yeah, 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 we did that. And then you put the Wonder Bread oh, bag yeah. on and then, and then, then the boot. On. Yeah, yeah, we did Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that you stay dry. Yeah, plastic bags. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And, uh, or bread bag, you know, whatever it was. Yeah. We did. And then, uh, uh, probably in your case, now they invented a wind s- bag. <laughs> sure. Hey, now they've invented socks that are waterproof. But sure. Back then, you know, you put, a, you put a Wonder Bread bag on, then you go outside, and then by the time the last kid got outside, the first kid was ready to come back inside. Yeah. For a little grilled cheese sandwich and tomato soup. Yeah, all the, oh, uh, some hot cocoa. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The other thing we did was, you know, saying like, uh, you know, hitting the buses yeah. and the cabs. By the way, the bus thing, like the first thing you do is like you have to stock up. Sure. You, what you want to do is you want to pelt the front windshield. <laughs> right. Like as it's coming towards you. you to, wanna, in the hopes that you can make it swerve into a tree. Yeah, well, you want to nail that thing. And then as it's going by, <laughs> you're just hammering the side of the. <laughs> right. Trying to nail the windows. Right. But you want to get that thump. Though. Oh, you want to. You, you need want to, to hear pound that the window. And, boom. Yeah. Boom. Right. Boom. right. But the other thing we did is the kids across the street on yeah. the other side of the street. That's 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 a now 86th Street was a double is a two way street. Sure. Right. And a double. And it's a snowball fight. OK. Going across the street. And OK. Like, you don't know those kids. Right. I mean, they're familiar faces. You're on the north side of the street. The, the southeast are on the south side of the street. That's exactly what it is. Right. And uh, you're, you're fighting the southeast. Yeah. And it's like and despite the fact that you live 100 feet away from them, you don't know who the fuck they are. No. Nah. Right. No, and you want to fucking drill them. Sure. And so we're over there. It's like, you know, and they're doing the same thing to us. So don't just think I'm like, like on the north side of, the, of 86th Street, we're the fucking assholes. Right. And on the south side, they're the fucking good boys. Right. Okay. But like, you're finding the snow that's been pissed on by the dogs. <laughs> so, so you're getting yellow snow. Right. You're definitely, if you find a nice frozen turd, sure. you're packing it in. Or, the yeah, you ball. put an ice ball in the middle of it. If yeah. you find some ice, you get yeah. that in there because yeah. you're trying to hurt kids. Yeah. yeah. You're, trying to, you're trying to nail it with dog yeah. shit. In the face. And cat piss. <laughs> in the face. Oh, yeah. I mean, as much as you can. I mean, honestly, it's like, as you know, Kev, yeah. I have a pretty precision throw. Yeah, all right. Yeah, well, your your right eyeball will say different. You're all right. <laughs> let's talk. Let's interview your your right eyeball from Mexico. <laughs> Fucking ocean shot. Woo. Are you saying you used to drill kids in the face? Oh, I mean, I had a good, accurate arm, and okay. like, and the strategy was you'd go, you'd do the highball. You know, it's like you, it's like Braveheart. You'd sure high low. You'd send over a bunch of highballs, yeah. and they're watching them yeah. come up, and then you fucking you drill get, right. You get the the line drive throw, guys. Did anyone ever make the excursion across the street to make a? Behind the lines, enemy attack or no? Yeah, totally. Okay. I mean, you have like you send sneak attacks. Like it's it's like, a northy. The northy came across. Well, the it's street. like you duck down because you got you have the the cars for cover. 
Yeah. I mean, these were wars we had. Snow sure. War. Sure. Cars were, and then, like, somebody would, like, go with a bunch. Like, you'd send a, a crew down. They'd lower down, and then they'd go literally, like, down to Lexington Avenue. Right. And sneak up the other side. Oh, that's a real long. Uh, of 86. Yeah, but you're, sure. you're all working as a team now. Sure. That's a long excursion. Right yeah. There. It's like you flank them. Right. You fl- and nail them, and then you flush them out, and then the rest of the guys start oh, killing them fuck. again. And then you curb them. Yeah. Yeah. And then you also have to watch, knowing that as you know, as a good general and stuff, you have to watch out for when they're doing that. And then you'd be like, "Oh, look! Look at these fucking pussies! Sure. Look, look what they're trying to do! They sent they sent a group down there. Let's yeah. wait for them over here." Yeah. Then you flank their flank. Yeah. Now is this where someone stole your earmuffs or something like that? Or oh, the earmuff story! Holy shit! That's, Holy a, good, shit. that's a good winter story, right? Or no? My mom had it was Christmas time. Yeah. And my mom, um, purple was my favorite color. <laughs> and of course it was. Now, what age is this? Eighteen. I was probably, <laughs> I must have been like eight or so. Okay. Seven or eight. Okay. And uh, my mom had, had, had um, she knew, I wanted earmuffs because I thought they were cool. Right. Like on peanuts and stuff. It's, I'd be like, what are those, mommy? <laughs> like, those are earmuffs. And I, was, I had requested a pair of purple earmuffs for Christmas. But it was winter time already. It was snowing, and she, she had them. She was like, Stephen, I'm going to give you an early Christmas present. Right. And I was really, and she like gave me the box and opened it. It was purple earmuffs. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my. I was so excited. Now, in looking back on it, were they girl earmuffs, you think? or I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, Kevin. Uh, there's no, no color should be associated with a gender. No, no, I know. But there, you know, there are things that are made for little girls right and things that are made for little boys. You know what I mean? I had men's purple earmuffs. Mm-hmm. All right. And with this call, and, and when that's the end of that conversation. Sure, I don't know if that's true. It's funny. Just a quick, quick, quick side note. Uh, in my son's basketball league. Yeah. Uh, is a team called the purple earmuffs? No, but I, 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 as a matter of like trying to be, uh, I guess egalitarian or modern or whatever it is. They uh, have the, f- the uni- you know, everyone gets their uniforms, you know, and they assign colors to each team. And there's one boys team that's a pink uniform. That's tough. And I, every time I see it, I'm like, what the fuck? That's bullshit. There's enough colors, colors they didn't have to do that. And then in my mind, I'm like, well, am I being a fucking asshole? But you look at it and you're like, God, these kids are in these pink uniforms. It's fucking stupid looking. Well, you know what? There's no NFL pink NFL team. They're all pink, dude. Uh, breast cancer awareness. Well, that's a different thing. I'm talking about the actual uniform. Is a is a pink. I hear you. The um, you know, if, if, if anything, those kids are going to wind up being extremely tough and thick skinned. I get maybe. It's I like that song, a boy named Sue. I know, maybe. You know, it just seems like it's extreme. Okay, yeah. sorry. Purple earmuffs. Go. So, purple earmuffs. So, um, my mom gave me these purple earmuffs early, and I was psyched. I was wearing them everywhere. I loved them. I had purple earmuffs, and um, but like I said, it was Christmas time, and I'd gotten the gifts early. So my sister right. and I went to um. Uh, a place called Lampstons. Okay, it's like a five and ten store, five and dime. Sure, where you bring your your uh, your allowance and yeah, get some stuff. Yeah, and like some cheap shit. Yeah, and, and but my mom would give us each some money to get Christmas presents for each other and for the family and whoever you know. Yeah, because we had no income. Sure, and we couldn't spend our allowance. Boo hoo. Yeah. So, yeah. So anyway. So anyway, so I had <laughs> my sister wanted to go in there. I was like, that's a fucking bullshit place to get Christmas. Like she wanted to get like jacks and things like that. Right. And so um, she was inside shopping, and I waited outside. I was like, I'll, I'll be out here. I had my purple earmuffs on, and a street gang walked up. Oh. And, and what do you mean street gang? Uh, tell me, your age, older? Older. High school kids? Um, see, I, you know, in all honesty, I'd say they were probably about 12 years old. To me, they seemed like they were probably like 25. Oh, I'm sorry, you are what age again? Probably like seven or eight. Oh, okay. And so, uh, 
So they're probably like they could have been anywhere from twelve to fourteen, but it was about like uh, probably about fifteen of them. Yeah, and um, you know I remember they were they were uh, Hispanic kids, mm-hmm. and like uh, you, they came. Uh, but you know, yeah, <laughs> and but more authentic. And they came uh, walking up, and they're like, uh, like the leader of the gang was like, "What's up?" And I was yeah. like, "How you doing?" And and he's like, yeah, "You got any money on you?" And I was like, "Nope," even though I had a twenty in my pocket. Mm. Yeah. And, and now, where's your, your sister's inside? She's inside the store. Would she have done anything or no? No, probably not. She probably, well, she probably would have blown them all. But like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> a terrible thing to say about your sister. You know, what? I'm mad at my sister. But whatever. Okay. But uh, this is now. This is Lexington Avenue. I, I'm going to say between either uh, 85th and 84th or 84th and 83rd, okay. where the story is. And this is a big gang area, the 84th Street Gang. Now there's a gap up. there. Yeah, yeah. Now there's a Starbucks <laughs> and a Gap, and um, okay. but this wasn't the 84th Street Gang, which was okay. the most notorious gang in sure. New York City. Sure. But uh, anyways, so uh, they were like, "You have any money on you?" I was like, "No." And uh, the leader of the gang was like, "Check him out, boys." <laughs> and uh, I mean, literally, it's out of check him out, boys. Out of a dumb, I'll never forget right. it. And they start like, I don't even know what they're doing. The fuck, the money's in my front pocket. They're like frisking me. It was like right. my breakdancing commercial. They're like just examining my like pretending to check me out. Right. Like they're like patting me down. Something like I'm like Get the fuck off me. Right, and the leader of the gang looks at me. He's like, "Now, what do we have here?" And he takes off my purple earmuffs, and he puts them on, and like, and he's like showing off for his for his like the oh gang. Oh my god, this is like a, a scene out of a movie. Yeah. And, okay. And and they're all laughing. He's like, "Look at me! Look at me!" And they're like, "Hey!" And he's like, "All right." And they start walking off, and he's got my purple earmuffs on. Holy shit! There's the whole gang. He's your fucking purple earmuffs, bro. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see purple. I saw red. Yeah, dog. That day, red became my favorite color. Yeah. Well, he they started to walk away. Yeah. You're not going to believe. I'm getting goosebumps as I say it. Okay. I saw red. I ran up behind him, and I fuck from behind. I punched him in the face. Yeah. Punched him in the fucking face. Right. And, and he turned around, and he fucking looked at me, and the whole gang was like, whoa. Right. And he was so shocked. He didn't even fu- he, like punch me back. He took off the purple earmuffs, and he threw them right in my face. He hit me in the mouth. Give me a fat lip. Really? Yeah. And then he was like, Get the fuck out of here! And, and he and the gang that like they they walked off. Whoa! And I got my purple earmuffs back. Put my head a fat lip. Yeah. And my sister came out of the, the of the store. She had no idea any of this happened. Right. And 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 uh, she, she's like, "What happened to your lip?" And I was like, "You're never gonna believe this." And like I told her the story. She was like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> and she didn't believe me. Yeah. But then we started walking home, and somebody yeah. caught up to me on the street. Yeah. In front of her, and said, "Hey, hey, son, I saw what you did before on the street. That like was, an adult, an adult. Okay. Said, that was very brave." And I was like, thank you. And then they walked away. And I looked at my sister. I was like, and she was like, oh, okay. Maybe he was wow. telling the truth. Why not? They'll help you out. He's afraid of the 84th Street 12-year-olds. Yeah, the, right? the 15 uh, fucking 12-year-olds. Bullshit, man. Anyway, don't ever take fucking Don't ever touch. Let me, where are those purple earmuffs now? Uh, and I think I sold them to, uh, to a bump for some crack. <laughs> for some crack. I'm going to get you some purple earmuffs. I'm going to write that down. Thanks, dude. Purple earmuffs. Bring back memories. Dude, I love those purple I, I'm, I'm, I, was, I had goosebumps the entire time. That was like... Uh, a big thing like me and my mom like she got me those purple earmuffs like right. I loved it I really that was a present that I wanted the most it would have been great if you continued your earmuff wearing through like college and shit like that <laughs> like, it's tough like, if you had this purple earmuffs well, in college if, like, if the guy had turned around and punched me so hard that it like right. dented my head and then from <laughs> right. then I only wore the purple <laughs> yeah, earmuffs I only wore the earmuffs yeah that would be great man purple earmuff guy yeah uh, yeah if you walk around Colgate with purple earmuffs I would have liked that a lot me too Colgate was a fucking wintry place dude Right, it's so cold. It's the winter started in like September and ended in April. Oh my god! And it snowed all the time. It, it was, that was, they, they give the tours, 
in September, like for like two weeks, they're like hardcore yeah. giving tours to the seniors in high school. I tell you what, though, that's what I'm talking about. Is like, is like that. It was. A, it's a different existence when you live in that environment because it's just you're cold all the time. You know, you got to fucking put the coats on. You got to, you know, think about like living in that fraternity house we lived in. They didn't really have heat. They had like people had space heaters in their fucking. Oh, it's a surprise that the place never burnt down. And I feel like well, well, well. There were a few... There's I mean, always a space heater fire, sure. Space heater fire, and then also, like, I mean, look, we had a friend who fucking fell asleep on a toaster. Yeah, true. Bur- and, and woke up because the smell of his sure. flesh cooking right. stunk so bad. But that's not a winter thing. No, I know. No, he wasn't trying know. to get warm. I know, I know. He's trying to eat some <laughs> fucking emuffs. He's trying, to, drunk. he's trying to warm his belly. Right. But no, I mean, it, it is a surprise that in the wintertime, more accidents like that didn't happen. Well, it was always a surprise to me, and then this made me think about this thing. That people didn't, because everyone was just drunk all the time. That didn't fucking pass out, you know, die in the snow. But yeah. you, that happened. What was up to you? Yeah, yeah, I almost died. I, I might not have. I might. There's a very good chance. I, I mean, I, I was, um, I would say, two feet away from death. What? Like, what? Were you just wasted? What it was happened? Freshman year. It was freshman yeah. year. They had warned us. They were like, you know, if, you, I mean, just to paint the picture for people at Coit University, we had a thing called cardiac upstate Hill. New York, Central New York, Central New York. Yeah. The uh, three one five area code. It's cold up there. Super cold. It starts snowing. It's super snowy. Kevin is saying, like literally, no exaggeration. In, by October, yeah. it is pounding snow. Yeah, and um, and uh, they, we have a, a thing called Cardiac Hill, right at Colgate, which is where most of the freshman dorms are, and also uh, most of the classrooms. Yeah, in fact, all the classrooms. Yeah, perched on top of a hill. Perched on top of a, a beautiful, a, a beautiful hill. Yeah, but it's called Cardiac Hill. Yeah. Because it's so high. And a lot of the student body lives down that hill and has to go up that hill to get to their classes. Yes. Or, in, in my case, in this particular <laughs> evening, down. it might have been, actually might have been the night I stole your coat. Oh, really? I might have almost died in your coat. <laughs> um, because I had left the beta house right. at a party very drunk. Yep. And I was walking up Cardiac Hill by myself. Right. But I had chosen to take a shortcut. Okay. And go, like, to the left. Okay. Like, because it looked more clear or something? Or I don't shorter know. Shorter? Yeah, like, I, maybe I was into, like, the whole, like, just walking on, off the beaten path. Sure. Um, but, like, behind the library. Right. My, my roommate, Rick Johnson, had a habit. He would just run up the hill. Like, whenever he was drunk, he would run up the hill. He was one of those guys where he'd get drunk, he would run. Wasn't he on the hockey, ice hockey team? Yeah. He probably wanted to do that to keep his legs straight. No, it was just more like, I got to get to where I need to get to. I'm wasted. Sure. And he would run up the hill, and then I would end up walking up the hill by myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so you're going up the hill. Was you're going, wasted. Was you're hill. you're a, wearing a coat you stole it was a of mine from it, the fucking fraternity house. Yeah, already in the Snickers bar that yeah. I found in there. Yeah. And uh, all I remember is being fished out of the snow by Colgate Security. Okay. They were lifting me out of the snow, and what had happened is I had passed out. Oh, my God. I had fallen in the snow. Yeah. And just passed out. Oh, my God. And luckily... And so are you, like, off to the side of a sidewalk, or what do you... I was off the side... You know, you know uh, what is it, uh, Willow Path? Yeah. So, which is featured in the movie Puddle Cruiser. And right. There's a scene where Jay and I are walking, talking about the girl's boyfriend. Right. Um, to the left of that, behind the library, there's just, like, you know, like a slope that goes up. Yeah. And so I hadn't even really gotten a cardiac Okay. Okay, right. <clears throat> and I was trying to climb up that snowbank. Oh bank. my god! Okay. And I and I f- guess I fell or I got tired and I just like went to sleep. Oh, and passed out. Luckily, I was right at the side of the road. It's funny, like they just saw a glove or a hand That's sticking out of the fucking thing. My, my hand was on the side god, of the road. Can you believe that? And they 
Colgate security found me and picked me up and lifted me out of the snow. But if I had passed out like a couple of feet earlier, I would have been covered by the blizzard and died. Oh, my God. Not a joke. It's a, well, it's amazing to me that three or four people a year don't die that way at Colgate. Because there's yeah. so much fucking snow and there's so many drunk people. Yeah. <laughs> but, and I mean that in a good way. No, no, Maybe no. it's not the case anymore. Maybe they're not as drunk as they. Well, no. I mean, like, but that, it's, look, it's college. Yeah. And this is probably the, you know, the problem. I mean, I was there another time. I had a very, I, a much funnier story of being a snow snowbank. At Colgate? Yeah. Um, you were there on this particular. Okay, night. that's when we went back to do some sort of a screening or something at Colgate, right? Some sort of screening for yeah. something, and like um, I can't remember the year it was, but it was you and me and Soder. Okay, had been sent up there. I, I might have even been there. We're screening Super Troopers for like the freshman class. It was that, or maybe the Slam and Salmon. No, no, no I think no. it was. I think it was no. Super Troopers. Yeah, the Super Troopers. It, it wasn't Beer Fest. Because they wouldn't show Beer Fest at Colgate. Yeah. Was it Club Dread? Did we go for... Oh, no, it was Club Dread. Oh, maybe it was Club Dread. It was Club Dread. Okay, yeah. And uh, we did a special screening of Club Dread. Yeah. And um, and so there were... It was one. It was a situation where there was a party at the Colgate Inn. Yes. And uh, it was the after party, after the movie. Yep. And the three of us were there, and it was that kind of thing. We, we already knew this was happening, but like because of Super Troopers, we... It's a boozy affair. Like, yes, all the kids very boozy. They want to do shots, yeah. And we were holding it off. We were hold. It was like we. Were, it's like we're on the other side of the castle, like holding the doors shut. Sure, right. And right. and the like the you know. And they're storming over the walls and crossing the moat. Yeah, and trying like to get in the castle. At us, they're like they'd come yeah. up and offer us a shot. Yeah, they'd be like, no, 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 thanks, no thanks. I remember that. That was one of those places where I was pinned against that wall. You by, were pinned against the wall by twenty dudes, all with backwards baseball, baseball hats on backwards. <laughs> and uh, I remember like, because what had happened? Everyone was. We were all separated. Yeah, and it was. Like, Soder played the night totally incorrectly. <laughs> Do you remember this? Because he... Yeah, I don't know how... What, yeah. Well, because after the screening, he didn't realize, like, that this was going to be... You know what it was? Is I don't think this was a sanctioned event. Okay. Or maybe it was, but, like, we were at the Colgate and where we were staying, and there was yeah. nobody in the bar, and we were back there. Oh, you know what it was? It was a sanctioned event, it was, but nobody yeah. had showed up. Okay. And so Soder was drinking whiskey. Right. You and I were drinking beer. Right. And so there's probably like four whiskeys in when the kids realized that we were here. Right. Uh, across the street at the Colgate Inn. <laughs> right. And they started coming. They didn't know where the event was. Sure. And they started coming. And all of a sudden, everyone just started pouring. And all these kids started pouring in. And so, like, then it's like people are offering shots. And we're like, no, 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 no. thanks. No, thanks. No, thanks. No, thanks. No, thanks. No, thanks. No, thanks. Yeah. And then what I remember for me, I don't remember who got it first. But I remember that, like, I had refused everybody. And then... And look, we're like 25 now. Sure. And like uh, a hot co-ed <laughs> right. sent over, or she walked over. She and her girlfriend walked over with shots of Jägermeister. Okay. And they said, we're doing these shots. And I was like, okay. <laughs> 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 they got me. <laughs> and so I did my shot. At, at about the same time, I looked over and the seal had broken for you too. Yeah. But what happens is that when that first one goes down, then it's over. Yeah. You've got no, there's no response. You can't say no to anybody. No. And you got more dudes surrounding you. And then there's like two dudes flanking you who are like making fun of the dudes giving you shots, but they want to do shots with you too. Yeah. Like these guys are such dorks. Hey, you want to do shot, man? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, my my funny winter story there was, was uh, you know, as always, it will be filled with braggadocio. Yes, and, I'm and sure it will be. Embellishment. Yeah, <laughs> some exaggeration. <laughs> okay. But in this case... Um, like these two, I was talking to these two girls. Yeah. One of them was an all like, I don't want to give too much away, but she was okay. an all American athlete at the school. Oh, okay, wow, physical girl. Okay, and um, and the other one was taller than me, and you know how much I. Oh like gosh, that. yeah. And so, uh, 
they were just you know we were doing shots together all sure this. and like and it, then in addition other guys were coming up and um and so she so i got really drunk yeah i as, bet as we all did i bet tiger and i actually walked away from okay i was like i'm gonna go to new york pizza by myself okay and go get some slices good for you At, and and so but like so i left the colgate in and actually decided I was going to take the back way because I didn't want to see anybody. Sure. Okay. And so I started to walk down that street towards like the busy B and like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's 12B. It's sure. 12B. Right, right, right. And like, um, and, I, and I started to go on a walkabout. <laughs> you, okay. Because you were lost or what? No, I just felt like walking. Okay. And it was a blizzard. Just bliz- stretching the legs. And it was a blizzard. It was a blizzard. Okay. And it was only As one, it always was at Colgate. It was only one thirty in the morning or so. So the slice yeah. place is, is still open. And look, and, and it's like because it's such a blizzard, there's nobody on the street. And but then I look over and I see the two girls. <laughs> okay. And and the, like they're wasted too. And the, the one who's the all American, I see her point to me from like three hundred yards away. Right. And she's like, "There he is." <laughs> and she starts sprinting towards me, like only like an American all American athlete. Oh my god! It's like you can hear it like. <laughs> oh Jesus! You know? Yeah. And. And when she gets like she doesn't slow down, she fucking tackles me. Oh my god! Into a snowbank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, holy shit! And her friend was also an athlete, not an all-American. Sure, but, she, but these are college athletes now. Yeah, yeah, sure. College all-American. Her sure. friend comes run, running up behind her. The girl who tackled me is just making out with me. Okay, on top of me making out with me. Okay, the athletic tackle into making out. Yeah. Okay. She, she's making out, and I'm into it. And then her friend comes and like jumps yeah. in the snowbank. Next to us, and she starts making out. Oh my god, Lemmy, it's like a porn movie. Oh my god, I'm so into. But here's the thing. So the first snow girl, day. So the first, so the first gang, the, the first starring girl, Steve Levy. She starts making out with me. Yeah, she's making out with me, and then like ro- rolls off. Like her, her rolls off. Her friend gets on top of me, right, and starts making out. The girl who rolls off like is on her back now and yeah. just vomits straight up <laughs> into the air. <laughs> Onto her own face. It comes down onto her own like face. Like a geyser? Yeah. Just straight up into the air, perfectly straight, and it just right. came down right back right. down to her own she face. She ran a little too hard. Yeah. <laughs> and her friend's like, oh! We're like, oh, God. And we're like, are you okay? And, and like, you know, she's covered in her own puke. Oh, my God. And uh, And she's like... And now it's like one of those things. If that was her last minute of, like, being a decent person, and then she puked, and now she's just fucking bombed. Right. And and I'm like, oh my god, we gotta clean her. It's like she can barely. Does that see. end the sexuality of the whole thing? <laughs> Hold on, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. But like now, you know, she's covered in puke, right? And it's like, oh, well, you got a snowbank. You just wipe it off. Well, right? the thing is, like, she can barely like move now. Right. Like she's like gonna pass out. I'm like, we have to, Jesus. And my hotel room happens to be the Colgate Inn. Happens to be the closest. <laughs> sure. yeah, okay. Building. Right. And I'm like, all right, to her friend who's like her friend was taller and right. bigger and therefore had the highest tolerance of all of us. <laughs> OK. I was like, we got to get her. Like, let's, let's get her back to my hotel room. Right. And her friend's right. like, OK. Right. And so like that's a, we interesting. OK, go ahead. Yeah. Proposal. Let me tell you something. Hey, let's get her back to my hotel Hold room. Hold on a second. I got an idea. Let's, let's bring her back. We'll, talk, we'll put it down on the floor and then you and me, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, whatever. We should talk maybe her out of the way. Then you and me, we and can get back to where to, we can to. resume our activities. Yeah, you know, but I just don't want to freeze to death out here. Yeah. Been there, done that. You yeah, know what I'm saying, yeah, honey? Yeah, yeah. But so so we bring her back to the Colgate Inn. Right. And I bring her upstairs and her friend's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go down and uh, and get some uh, extra towels or something like that. Okay. Never comes back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Never comes So back. now you're alone in the room and she's passed out. No, no, she's so not passed out. TV. She's, she's like... 
um, she's like, I, I, I just need to take a shower. She's like, I feel okay. Like, yeah. I just need to be like, but can I take a shower? Like, sure. So she goes in there, and it's one of those, like, takes a shower. Why does your friend abandon her? Don't know. Okay. Don't know. Because she also had a boyfriend. Which one had a boyfriend? The girl. The tall one? Or no, the... no, the girl who puked. Okay, got it. Had a boyfriend, okay. and okay. he was, this is part of the, fu- the funny thing is. Okay. This is when the Colgate football team was really good. Yeah. Do you remember, like, they, they had a, a moment yep. there where they had and I remember, I, I seem to remember a few of them were at that. At the bar, because yeah. we moved to the jug, right? Okay. Yeah. And we were talking to a few of those guys. Yeah. I didn't know this, but her, I didn't know this until the next morning. Okay. Okay. But, so her boyfriend was on that football team. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but so, uh, but so what happens is like she's in the shower and everything and I'm out there and you know, it's like, I'm, I'm fucked up. But now I've come to a little bit. I start drinking water and everything. Yeah. And then she comes out in a towel. Right. Uh oh. And she's feeling her oats again. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she's cleaned up. So some things happen. Okay. Some things happen. She's all cleaned up. Anyway, in the morning, it's like we're laying there in bed. Yeah. And like, we're, you know, we're both super hungover, and her phone is on vibrate. Right. And it won't stop ringing. And it's just like, and it's just like vibrating across, like, you know, like over oh, like the TV table. Yeah. It's like, just like sliding right, across. Right, 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 right. And and I'm like, who? It's like somebody's really trying. You gonna get that? And she's like, it's my boyfriend. I was like, you got a boyfriend? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, he's definitely wondering where I am. She's like, you're the devil. I'm like, how am I the devil? And and uh, meanwhile, we're still like going at it. Sure, know? sure. But like, uh, I'm like, like your boy. Like, what's uh, you know, why is he not leaving you? Like, I mean, he's really looking for you. Well, she's like, he's probably. I didn't call him last night, and you know. He's kind of a hothead. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean he's kind of hot? She's like, well, he's on the football team. I was like, oh, uh, wait oh a Jesus. Second. And uh, boom. All of a sudden, the door gets fucking blown <laughs> off the hinges. There he is. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we, you know, uh, no, I made it out of there unscathed. She, uh, yeah. I remember it was a very, ex- exiting that time. There was, the, there was you in that hotel room, and then Soder's night went south, because he, I don't know if he had too many whiskeys or whatever it was, but he ended up puking all over the floor of his... Uh, thing, not just. The and I remember scooping people up and just we got the hell out of there. Well, well, what it was was that like I, I said the thing. Soder had played it incorrectly because he'd been drinking whiskeys, and right. then when the shots happened, he's doing shots. Then on he's top in of trouble. The then he's in trouble. He had vomited all over his room, <laughs> the Colgate Inn, like up in the corners of the walls, yeah, things like that. It was like walking into a crime scene, but instead of blood, it was vomit. And like, cause do you remember that? Then we drove back to New York City, and he was in the back seat, laying down the entire ride. Yeah. Yeah, and you and I, it I would call that um, Harmony Fest, two thousand six. Right, because you and I were like <laughs> harmonizing the entire like Singing every all the way back. We we didn't even have the radio on. We were just picking songs. Right, or maybe we did have the radio. But we every song that came on, we were harmonizing to. Right, and I remember like Soder was giggling in the backseat. It's eventually what revived him. Like he sat sure. up for a moment or two and then laid back down. Sure. But like none of us were feeling. I mean, you had been. I went ended up back at the Beta House. Oh yeah, I remember that. And uh, like solo, which is always a dangerous thing when you're by yourself in a fraternity house. Yeah, especially <laughs> far away. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was like, ah, oh, fuck. And I I got out of there. But I also fuck. remember a Colgate, a Colgate winter in a blizzard running over people in a car. I think you I'm, did. I think I've told that story on this podcast. You did, right? The car flipped or something like that, or no? No, it was, it was, Tin was driving, and yeah. um, there were five... Not to name names. We were going in a, in a, uh, to a party. Yeah. And we were driving up, I think it was College Street. Yeah, so snowy. And it was a blizzard. Yeah. And you could barely see in front of you. We were, we were probably going like 30, 35. He had an SUV. And at the very last second, 
we saw three people in the road. Like they were in the road walking. Right, right. For some reason, they didn't. They saw the. They must have known a car was coming way before we saw them. Yeah. But they were just in the road, and at the last second we saw them, we were sober. Yeah. Uh, I was riding shotgun. Tin was was driving, and he slammed on the brakes, and we skidded into them. Right. And hit them all in the back. Oh. Now, luckily, you, you know, one of them went under the car, and two of them were thrown to the side. Yeah. Um, what saved everybody in that case, what saved them was the fact they were so bundled up. Right. From the winter, n- none of them were hurt. And sure. two of them were our fraternity brothers. <laughs> right. It was right. Kevin Kane. Right. And Matt Christensen. Okay. And, and you and, and drilled them. Yeah. And then there was another, there was a girl. <laughs> yeah. Now, what happened was like, like, sh- sh- she was crying. Yeah. We took them to the emergency room. Right. And they actually got released that night. Okay. And she, um, then sued the driver. Right, okay. For running her over. But what happened was she lost the case because it turned out that after the emergency room, she had sex with one of the guys. <laughs> they went back to, you know, All right. either her house or and had sex with, with the guy. Okay. And so they're, they're, you know, you can imagine that scene yeah. in court. Now, um, <laughs> names are protected to protect the yeah. innocent. Now, sure. Miss, uh, Miss Heffernan, um, <laughs> Upon re- leaving the emergency room, where did you go? You must have been feeling terrible. You must have been injured. Yeah, I mean, now, where did you go? Clearly, you're saying your back is messed up. Yeah. You're suing my client. I mean, obviously, you, you've been taken to the hospital. You're in, you've been running over by a car. Am I correct? Right. Yeah. So, so where do you go? Do you go to call your parents? You go to lay down and get some rest because your back is hurting, obviously. Where do you go? Where do, where do you go next? Um, I had sex I don't, with I don't, You don't know or you don't want to tell us? <laughs> Um. Uh, anyway, everyone, everybody was okay. Everyone was good. Everyone was fine. No. Um. Uh. Another uh, winter, big winter thing for us uh, as Broken Lizard, yeah. was when we did that uh, puddle cruiser tour. Remember that? Yeah. For some reason, we decided to do it in the winter time. We uh, what we did was uh, uh, we had made puddle cruiser. And we were trying to get it out there into the world, and we decided we would do a, a self promotion kind of tour, and we booked. Screenings at like twenty colleges around the Northeast, yeah. and then we just went to college to college and tried to build word of mouth for Puddle Cruiser, which was fucking great. Uh, but we decided to do it for some reason in February <laughs> in the Northeast, yeah. and it was us in a Winnebago driving to these colleges. Uh, you know, uh, whether it was like up in Dartmouth or UVM or up in Maine, well, we you know, to, and it was fucking cold and snowy. We went to Utica. We went to Colgate. Yeah, and it was Cornell. It was like six weeks, and we were uh, everyone got sick at some point. Well, and then everyone was debilitated. Yeah, and then also like you rotated. We'd have one hotel room a night. Yeah, and then some guys would, would sleep in the Winnebago. And it was freezing. It was freezing. And you had thermal underwears. And yeah. Bundled up. Remember, we, remember Johnny Rodriguez? Like, we got to Utica. Right. We got on the radio and, like... That's the thing. We had nowhere to stay. We we would get on the student radio and ask who would, could put us up. Yeah. And then we'd go sleep on someone's floor. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even know they were. It was amazing, though. I mean, it's like that, 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 that Johnny Rodriguez. I'll never forget him. Utica, the first place we went. Like, he called yeah. us up. He's like, yeah, you guys can crash my place. We're like, Really? I don't think it was Utica. I think it was like... Uh, wasn't the first stop? It was, but I think it was like one of the Sunnis. Ithaca? Ithaca. No, it wasn't Ithaca. It was like Sunni Binghamton or okay. one of those kind of things. And uh, yeah, he. but like we all went there. It was just him. Like He, he was yeah. the first guy back in his house. 
Yeah. I mean, super nice. It's like super take, nice like, guy. We had a great time. We had, we drank and laughed. And but then. we hadn't made Super Troopers. This is our first movie. I know. So it's not like and we knew who the fuck we were. Yeah. But this guy was nice enough. We stayed there, and then uh, uh, and when we would do that consistently as we went around. But no, one guy was, or one or a couple guys was sleeping in the Winnebago. It was fucking cold. Yeah. That's that's where you became the Snickers kid. Yeah. Like where you're, uh, you 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 woke up, you fell asleep, and your long underwear fit you. And then by the time you woke up, your long underwear was too small. Yeah, it was you. baggy on me when I went to bed. And when I woke up, it was tight. <laughs> had to cut it off with a pair of scissors. Because um, you fell asleep with a... You were drunk. Yeah. We had stocked that Winnebago with random bullshit food like... Animal crackers. Animal crackers and, and canned ravioli. And yeah. yeah, the Chef Boyardee. You got one of those like Costco-sized bags of mini Snickers. Yeah, I didn't get it. It was there. I know. I mean, you're saying it was in the but Winnebago. I, you... Uh, got into the bed with the bag on your chest. Yeah. And then when we found you the next day, the bag was empty and the wrappers were I had eaten littered around night. you on the ground. Yeah. And we were waking up surrounded by little golden wrappers. <laughs> and the Snickers kid, bro. And my thermal underwear was tight. <laughs> Overnight, I put on like 25 pounds. Sure. Um, but that was a cold and snowy. I mean, we had we were in that Winnebago. And again, there's a different thing. Like you'd put your fucking coat on and we'd go and walk the campuses and hand out flyers and try to get people to come into the screenings. Yeah, and we made it up as far as uh, Vermont. Like, yep. we were at UVM. Or we went to Bowdoin. Yep. We were in Maine. Maine. Yep. And I remember, that's one of my favorite ones. You remember that was where, like, there was, like, ten people. Because we also had a documentary crew with us. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> I mean, there were the five of us. There was our producer. There was Mark Turney. There was Kevin Lightsides. Yep, Kevin Weiss, the, 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 who are our assistants, yeah. Yeah, there was our cameraman, so that's already nine guys. Yeah. Um, and maybe there was a, a rando or two. Well, you would occasionally pick up a rando, like the lead actress of the movie would join us for a little while. Yeah. And uh, Karen Butler and, you know. Yeah. But remember, like, we were, so we're up in Maine. Yeah. And it was one of those days where it was like, and we had one vehicle, a yep. Winnebago. Yeah. And so you'd have to wait for, like, nine guys to shower. Right. I think you had showered first, and you were fucking hungry. I was hungry. You were fucking hungry. Well, yeah. also, yes, by that time, it had gotten to the point where decision by committee had, had run amok. You know, it's like yeah. you, couldn't, you couldn't walk down the block without having to rally the ten guys to walk down the block with you. Sure. Yeah. And then it was like, you know, we, I remember we drove... I'm not going to give away where we parked just yet. <laughs> but we parked in a parking lot, and we had, you know, we had to go across several parking lots. Right, because we had a big Winnebago. We had a big Winnebago. And then it's like, we're getting stoned, because, you know, we, everyone wants to, like, you know, do a pre-meal bank. No, you weren't. You were hungry, and you were making that uh, very, that fact very, very well clear. Known. Right. Yeah, you were like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. And finally, uh, we're all getting stoned, and you snapped. You're like, fuck it. I'm going to eat. <laughs> And you like threw open the door of the Winnebago, <laughs> and I think Charney came with you. I had both assistants came with Charney me. and Lightsides followed you out. The both assistants followed me out the door. You were so angry you didn't even close the door. You just fucking bolted, <laughs> and the rest of us were like, "Whatever." As the dude. cold wind blew in, yeah, I did. I went and got a fucking lobster roll. Yeah, we all got lobster rolls. Yeah. We went and got amazing lobster roll sandwiches. <laughs> we're up in Maine. We've been talking about lobster rolls. Forever. I know, I know, like, lobster roll, lobster roll. But then, do you remember that uh, where we had parked? Yeah, yep. We had parked. We looked. We were like, where did we park? We came back. We were like, where did we park? We were all stoned and everything. Yeah. Internet, we had parked right outside the police station. Yep. In the, in the, par- the parking lot. In the parking the, lot. Yeah, behind the police yeah. station. Yeah. But across the three spots where it was like the, like the sheriff. <laughs> yeah, the captain. The, yeah. The, the top guys, yeah. we had we, we had, had taken, taken their parking spots. All their par- and, got, and we're baking out there. We're smoking <laughs> weed out there. 
So stupid. Uh, what uh, are you gonna do? I know. But that that was a great that was a that was a great winter. Can I let you know? I a think little? that was nineteen eighty no, that was nineteen ninety three, maybe? Uh, no, we shot the movie in ninety five. So it had to be ninety six then. Yeah, ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah. Um a little thing I always uh, wondered. I, I always thought there should be a headline. You know, because Broken Lizard, if you just go B, period, Lizard, is Blizzard. Oh, good one. Am I not getting heavy here or Sub-B what? It's Lizard. I always thought like there would be a headline be like the Broken Lizard Blizzard. Blizzard? Yeah. We should make a movie called Bl- like Broken Lizard's Blizzard. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. We're in pretty good shape here. Um, uh, I have a couple of um, I have a couple of wiping out, quick wiping out stories. Do it. Because wintertime is always a good ice fall kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, both of them were you. Drunk. Okay. Well, one of them was uh, that morning <clears throat> we were in Columbus, mm-hmm. and you and uh, we had had a few drinks, I think, in one of our rooms, yeah. and then we were going to sleep to, ha- to get up the next morning to do radio. And in between my hotel room and your hotel room, you had encountered uh, an uh, elevator full of cops. Wasn't this Mississippi? No. Or, I mean, Missouri? Yeah, it's Columbus, Missouri. Oh, okay. I thought I meant Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, Columbia. Columbia, Missouri. Right. Is that right? And you had encountered an elevator full of cops, and they grabbed you, and then you guys went and got fucking wasted. Yeah. And so I had no clue what happened to you. Well, let's back it up. Let's just back it up. Well, we don't tell, we've told this story before. Yeah, it was a cop convention. Yeah, it was a cop it convention. Was a Missouri right. State Trooper convention in the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. And then they grabbed you, and then... It was one of those deals where the radio station was uh, just down the street. So yeah. it was a walk. for We just were going to walk down there. Yeah. And it took me forever to get you to your door, to open your door. Yeah. And then it took me forever. And you were still absolutely drunk. You were drunk on the air when we ended up getting there. Yeah. But then we had to walk down to the station. And you wiped out like three or four times on the way to that station. On my hips. Yeah. Just the fucking ice. And you'd go, boom. Yeah. Uh, and the other one was we were in Nashville. Yeah, and there was an ice storm. There was a blizzard. I remember that. And then, uh, and then the owner of that club blamed us for having like low attendance to the show. Yeah, even though there's a fucking blizzard. Yeah. In, in the thing, and so but I remember walking. We were staying in like a a condo or something. We had to walk, and we were wasted. We walked to go to the um, the Seven Eleven or whatever to get uh, food and beer and munchies, late night shit. Yeah, and the whole thing was ice. Yeah. And we fucking wiped out like 10 times on the way over to get that, that beer yeah. and ice. And there's something, you know, there's a special type of wipeout that happens in the wintertime. It's yeah. a, you are parallel to the ground yeah, for a the moment. Yeah, the feet come up, you know. Yeah. Feet up yeah. in the air, yeah. parallel to the ground, slam your hip on the ice. Yeah. I remember uh, I, I was dating a girl at Vassar. Yeah. Um, right, I was right out of college. She was, she was a senior at Vassar. I remember one time, like, she had to, she was going to come to the city to stay at my place. And, like, I picked her up or something. I don't remember what it was, but, like, she had to deliver a term paper. Right. And she she was like, you know, we stopped. She was driving because I didn't have my license yet. Sure. But, and she didn't It would be like, 15 years until you did. Yes, yeah. She, she was like, all right, I'm just going to run. I'm, I'm going to run and hand my paper in. Oh, God. And so I just remember, like, you know, she's running with her paper. And she was from the South. Mm-hmm. Paper and it's like wham like she went sideways like <laughs> legs up in the air fucking slammed down it's like you can't you can't the, the paper had to go flying all over the place. oh my gosh you can't not laugh like as long as they're okay afterwards <laughs> right it's like right. when you see somebody run 
in the snow on the ice, and they're fucking and their feet go out. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. ha- I, you know, I, I, we were at Sundance together for some blizzards too. Yeah, and we had I mean, yeah we had when the, we were at the Super Troopers and Slam and Salmon. Yeah, what was that thing like? It, oh, it was is the year we were, there, we were there with Super Troopers and Stuff Magazine. <laughs> yeah, it was we, Super Troopers. Yeah, they you know it was a were, puddle cruiser. I can't remember. I, I can't remember. remember. Puddle cruiser. I, I just feel like. The magazine that was interviewing us had also put us in parkas. Yeah. And the funny thing was, they were like big, foofy parkas. Yeah. But there were like three gray ones. Yeah. And two like super feminine, like bright white parkas. Yeah. And it was a fight to see who wore the white and who wore the gray. Because we argued. <laughs> yeah, we're Rochambeauing about everything. Yeah. I think I got a gray one. I don't know. I think you got a white one. I think I had to go. One of them, I had to go gray, I think, because it was the only one that fit By me. default, yeah. yeah. And then someone else got fucked and had the white one. I thought Stolhansky and Soder got snow bunnies. It might be. They look like snow bunnies. Yeah. It's funny. I thought they, they seemed like a <laughs> pair of like white parka winners to me. Yeah. Um, but remember they had us ice skating. I remember I was, that was my first time on skates since I played ice hockey. And I was like, right. yeah, yeah, I can skate. I can skate. Yeah. And I remember it was like, they were... Not ice skates. I mean, they were not uh, hockey skates. They were figure skates. Right. And they were also extremely dull. Sure. And as from getting out, there was like, like my feet right. were sliding You all do that, and then your toe gets caught. The toe thing gets caught, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's bullshit. But I remember. And didn't we go skiing there, too? I thought, I feel like. We did ski. I think that's the last time I've skied. I, I think it's the last time I skied. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure it's the only time I've ever seen you ski. And I thought you had a pretty hard wipeout. That I may have. I mean, I, I've, you know, I used to ski in high school. Uh, you know, a fair amount. What but I, your, what's your weight distribution like when you ski? Like, what was your uh, good? It's always good. <laughs> but I mean, always positive. You need to get a low center of gravity for skiing and snowboarding, and yeah. your center of gravity is up top. I have a high center of gravity. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if that's true. I've, you know, I have short legs. We talked about this. I know, but you've got a a thick torso and yeah. a big head. But I, 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 I mean, it's never been a love of mine anyway. So I know people. You know, I just. I find there to be too much gear. I find there to be too much fucking preparation. And then I'm not like a speed guy. I'm not a speed demon kind of guy. So, you know, I don't love that. Right. There was a t- there was a point in high school where I was a pretty decent skier. Yeah. And then I broke my thumb skiing. Okay. Like one of those deals where I wiped out and the thumb bent all the way backwards and cracked. Yeah. And then after that, I was I was done. I was pretty much done. Like I didn't really enjoy it. Yeah, well, it's no fun really wiping out. Yeah. I wiped out. Hard one time skiing, my, you know, because I went to boarding school in Colorado for two years. Yeah, and so every weekend I mean, we had a mount. They had a mountain campus that they had built. Yeah, like in the thirties, and uh, but it wasn't really a campus. It was, it was a log cabin, a giant log cabin that had been built. But like every weekend, the school would take a group of kids up there, and then you were equidistant to all the big ski mountains in Colorado. Right, and so each weekend they would have a different mountain that you were going to. And, right, um, and they would get like a school rate on the on the tickets. It was like twelve dollars or something like that, and so. But all like a lot of the people that I went to school with, a lot of my friends were grew up in Colorado, right? And I thought I was a good skier, you know. Like I thought I was a good ice skater, sure, you know. But then and when I'm, you saw those guys, well, they were like, you know, they would do like, they all did like the jumps, like the back scratchers and the helicopters. Like right. they were great, right. they were great. They were those three year olds on skis that you yeah. See. And I know I will never be that person, so it's, what's the point? Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't, <laughs> you know. I mean, respectfully, you don't have enough uh, hang time. I guess so. To do a, a, yeah. a daffy. I guess so. Even. But um, 
But so, like, we were doing a Chinese downhill. Okay, what's that? Chinese downhill is just a race. It's featured in Hot Dog, the movie. It's a race. Okay, okay. Uh, to the bottom. Okay. Anything goes. Anything goes. Anything goes. But, like, uh, so we're racing, and I took a jump. Yeah. And uh, I, I was not good enough to take the jump in, under any circumstances. Right. And I took the jump, and I was already falling back on my skis, and as I was coming down, it was a, it was a, a you know, a slope full of moguls. Right. And I landed right in front of one, oh. off balance, and just shot back up in the air. Oh. And then I would say I was already wiping out by the, like, came down on the second one. Yeah. And then was already, oh, what, what happened was <laughs> I was already far back, and I landed right in front of a mogul, and, like, my skis caught in the snow, and right. I went oh. forward, and the inside edges oh, God. caught. I flew out of my bindings. Oh, my God. Now going face forward. I landed on my face. Yeah. And it was like one of those, and then like just slid on my face down the fucking hill. Oh, God, not worth it. And like I'm on my face, and it was right under the ski lift. And it was right. one of the ones like the people. Oh! Yeah. Business. Yeah. <laughs> fucking business. Yeah. You know, people look like, that, look like it hurt. Oh. You know. That's when you retire for the weekend, right? Well, and then like, you know, like, then it's like, you know, people come down like, are you okay? Like, experience, are you okay? And like, people are bringing you your skis and your gloves. They're like, they're like, it's like 50 yards up the mountain, sure. maybe more. Like, you went a long way. Sure, sure. And um, and like I was so out of it, I was completely out of it. Like you're right. I'm like yeah. <laughs> like the wind knocked out of me. Right. Uh, to, to make matters worse, I had a uh, a little detail. There was a um, John Player special cigarettes. Okay. It's like he was a race car, like a Formula One race car driver. And he okay. has a brand of smoke. Okay. And uh, somehow I got my hands on a cylinder of them. Not so not a pack. Okay. Of twenty, but a cylinder, a plastic cylinder of fifty. Okay. And I had them in the pouch. Of my so you could smoke on the fucking oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so me and my friends could I was, smoke I was on the left. The smokes, yeah, shattered in my uh, in my like you know my <laughs> my shell whatever. So there's tobacco all in my. And on top of that, let me fucked up the smokes. Yeah, what the fuck, you fuck. But so dick, I got. I remember like I got on my skis again and like skied down the mountain like a daze, and um. You know, I, I went to the like the the Apre ski where we were all supposed to meet. Sure, you know, hung up my skis and I walked in, and, and those places are packed, and people are like looking at me, like parting the ways for me, <laughs> and I don't even know why. And I saw my girlfriend at the time; she she they were all there. I was the last one. Right. Turned towards me, she, she like she smiled and then fucking gasped, and was like, "Oh my god!" And what had happened is I had broken my nose. I'd oh my god! I laid on my face, and everything from my nose down was just blood. Ah, uh. and I didn't realize it. Right, because I was just frozen solid. And so, holy shit! Anyway, I was done skiing. That dude's sick. Look at him, dude, man. You're diesel, man. Holy shit! I'll tell you my worst uh, snow activity injury, and then we're done. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, Kevin Heffernan always gets the final word. Okay. <laughs> no, I won't take the final word. But no, no. You can't. Uh, I was in junior high, sledding. We were sledding. Uh, uh, we used to go sledding down the uh, the hill at Our Lady of Victory Church. Huh. Okay. What a radical church. Yeah. And so you'd go, you'd, they had a big hill, right? So you'd, you'd go hard down the hill, and then there's a parking lot at the bottom, and they, they had uh, plowed the parking lot, you know. So I, I'm going down the sled, and I'm fucking fly, I'm like, let's go. And I'm flying, and I get down, and I'm going too hard, too fast. And I hit the, at the end, there's like a snowbank. I hit the snowbank, which takes me out of the snowy area towards the parking lot. Oh, Jesus. Sled flies out from underneath me. I land square on my asshole. On concrete? On concrete. On your asshole? Yeah. Oh, on my boy. concrete. That hurts. 
my coccyx bone. You are the coccyx bone? Yeah. That's the that's tailbone. like the fucking tailbone. That's the the little tail that that's left over from when we used to have tails. Yeah, and yours is more of a knob. I've <laughs> right. seen you naked. You got a knob back there. And I fell directly on that and I just fucked it up. Yeah. And Oof. uh uh that was 1983, okay. I think. To this day, you still can't sit on your ass. Uh, my coccyx bone still hurts. <laughs> to this day, it still hurts. You, when I sit down wrong sometimes on something, you should go get it checked out. Doesn't matter. Or you think like you know everyone knew who you were in town. They're like you know uh, it's Doctor uh, Doctor Willie. He's the coccyx doctor. <laughs> oh, Kevin Heffernan wants to make an appointment. Uh, I'm on vacation. Yeah, I'm on vacation. Okay. No, no. No, nobody cares about the coccyx bone because it's it's not a thing. It's like a it's like a throwaway thing. You know what I mean? It's like your little pinky toe. Where do you think your coccyx, uh, what kind of tail do you think you had back in the day? <laughs> big. <laughs> you think you had a big bushy tail? Big and bushy. Yeah. I big and fluffy. I bet you did. Covered in shit. Um, all right. All right. We're good. All right, That's so good winter stories. Coccyx? Yeah, my coccyx bones. That's I bet you had fun saying the word coccyx, didn't you? I still do. Coccyx. I still do. Spell it. Ah, C-O-C-C-Y-X, maybe? I, think I wrote it down C-O-C-C-Y-X. C-O-C-C-Y-X. I think that's I think that's it. Coccyx. Okay. Coccyx ball. It's a good word. It's a great, bo- a great word. Um, all right. That's the winter episode. Those are our winter stories right there. By the way, just honorable mention, one of my favorite Rolling Stone songs yeah. is the song Winter. Oh, maybe you can play it on the way out. I'm going to wrap my coat around you, um, baby. All right. You sing it a little bit while I plug our shows again. Okay. Go. Go. But real quiet, though, okay? Uh, all right, everybody. Chew crew. Don't forget, we got our shows coming up. Let's get everyone to Atlanta. Twenty second, twenty third. Dragon cross the ground. January twenty second, twenty third. That's this weekend. Then next weekend, Sacramento. Twenty eighth, twenty ninth, and thirtieth of January. Both at the punchline. Hereford and dot com for tickets. Please come say hello. We'll have Chew Crew t-shirts. Um, all right. That's it. That's all we got. Thank you for joining us, everybody. You chewing the way out? What are you you chewing the way out? Yeah, I'll chew something. Over stew? Here. I'm not eating stew, but I think I'm going to have some chili. Ooh, that's good. That's always good. At the Apreski. Okay, good. Do it. Some crackers. Turkey chili? Not just beef. Beef. Get some onions on that? Yeah, some cheese. Cheese? Some onions. Crackers? Some sour cream all over that bitch. Oyster crackers? No, no. Oyster crackers? Salty boy. Oyster crackers? And a beer. Mm, uh. like a nice cold beer at an apple Um. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Mm, we love you. Now leaving Nerdist.com.